Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast presented by Luzire Board and co-host Dario Randall. This episode of Running a Dream, the podcast is proudly brought to you by Run Detroit. Run Detroit is Detroit's specialty shop for all things running and walking. Located in the Midtown neighborhood, they provide weekly run groups, track workouts, shoe fittings, and advice for runners and walkers of all levels. Please visit their store located at 441 West Canfield Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48201. And for more information, visit their website at www.run-detroit.com and see why we love Run Detroit. Hey, how you doing, everybody? This is Lucy here, Boyd, the host of Running the Dream, the podcast. And today, I have a special guest today. I got Zachary Ornelas. And um, we're over here at the Ford Garage, just enjoying ourselves. Just just having a couple of hors kicking it, hanging it's out. It's happy hour. It's happy hour, as you know. And we got something going on here that I never had before. Some kind of pumpkin apple spice cider kind of deal fall in the glass <laughs> fall in the glass yeah that's what it is so um zachary tell, tell me how you started running what what, what what started it all this this is a uh, you know good timing for veterans day because my dad had uh my dad ran often when i was little because he had to meet the different like weight requirements and the the two mile time trial stuff they had to do for his his pt stuff okay so he was always doing local 5ks to stay in shape for the army and i kind of got bored waking up at five six in the morning as a five six year old kid to go and watch him run a 5k and just stand there on the sidelines cold so I started doing the, the kids' races, you know, the little the kids' dashes, and then that kind of got too easy. So I started doing the 5Ks, and I started doing the 10Ks. I think I did my first 10K when I was nine years old. Wow. Um, it just became something I, I knew I, I really enjoyed. I, I remember some of my earliest memories in elementary school uh, on the playground. And this is, this is truly a weird thing. I would just run laps around the soccer field at recess. I would get out there and tell kids, hey, how many laps do you think I can do before recess is over? And they'd probably say things like, I don't really care. And I would go and just (laughs) run laps for an entire recess. I'd go and then go to school, go back to class, probably smelling really bad. Um, But yeah, I started really, really young, mostly though, because my dad in the army, I saw him doing it and I just figured I might as well. I started doing track when I was 10 or 11 years old, doing the AAU meets. I think I did my first cross country meet when I was nine years old. So it's just, wow. it's always, I've been you doing it. You was way ahead of the game. So I'm, I'm only 27, but I've been doing this for 21 years. Wow. About. So it's did been, your, did your dad run track or anything in high school? My dad was a football, baseball, basketball player. He played um, baseball for an NAI school. My grandpa, also a veteran um, of the army, he ran all through high school, and he ran for most of his life. He's uh, can't run anymore. He's got pretty bad knees, but he was running in the Senior Olympics in his 60s. So he, we don't know any of his official times because okay. they didn't really keep track of him very well in New Mexico way back in the day. But right, he claims right. to have been pretty fast. So I think I got Man, most of his. You got his genes, Man, that's awesome, and that's ironic. We, you know, they're veterans, we, and we, and today is Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, observe that is. Mm-hmm. All right, thank food. you. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Lucia is about to eat one, two, three, four, five, ten buffalo shrimp. Ooh. <laughs> runners, runners food. We've got to refill. And you got about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, you got ten buffalo wings Just, uh, going on. It was an afternoon snack. Yeah, just, just it was a it was a big weekend of running. Oh yeah, that was an awesome weekend we had. That last, my I think it was mile nineteen. Twenty one, mile twenty one. Yeah, but but mile nineteen is when you just was like, dude, I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. You announced it like, man, I'm feeling good. It was and probably one of the best workouts I've ever had. You got to be there for it. I don't think I can't. 
can't remember many workouts better than that. Man, that was that was cool. You had both of us guys there. Was that Andrew was with us? Yep. And he was on a Huffy, which was funny <laughs> as all get out, man. Those of you listening, we did. Um, I did a 21 mile workout this weekend. The my assignment was to run two miles, really easy. I went like uh, 6.50 and then 6.30 something. Then I was supposed to do five miles at marathon pace and then a mile float, which is not quite an easy mile, but easier than the, the, the tempo pace. I went four miles at marathon pace and then a mile float and then three miles at marathon pace and then a mile float and then two miles at half marathon pace, then a mile float and then one mile as hard as I could run. And uh, it, it went pretty well, it went pretty well. Man, you told me at the beginning of that, work out that you was gonna take it down to a seven minute pace dude you did not go nowhere near seven i think your slowest one was like a 550. yeah but the float miles ended up being about 550 and the the on segments ended up being all about 516 per mile the 21st mile was uh 454. 454 for your last mile with energy to spare yeah I'm still I'm, legs feel pretty good so, i got a huge race and 20 days now. What race would that be? It's the uh, USATF Marathon Championships at CIM um, in Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah. California. What's the temperature going to be about that time of year? Is that about like 60 degrees maybe? Hopefully pretty nice. Hopefully not warm. Um, but they're having a lot of fires out in California oh, right now. Oh, yeah. So I saw that in the news today, man. It is ridiculous. I heard a whole, a whole town it's is... pretty bad. So I, I man. you know praying for everyone out there. Yeah, no I'm doubt. not sure what kind of effect it'll have, but it's still three weeks away, so I, I assume it'll be cleared up by then, but yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty out of control out there right now. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. They, I heard them this morning saying they hadn't rained in like three months there, mm -hmm. which is which is ridiculous. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes there, but if I run a fast time, I will uh, have a qualifying time for the Olympic trials, so that's the goal. Tell me about that um, Pennsylvania run that you did and you had, you was telling me about near the end how your parents had to boost you up, man. That was kind of wild, man. So I did a 50 miler one month ago, just over a month ago, I guess, in Pennsylvania. It was the USA Road 50 mile championships, but it was mostly on a dirt road and there was 5,000 feet of climbing, so it was not flat. And I went out, as I tend to do, way faster than planned. Uh, my coach had told me to run about 7.30 pace to start and then see if I could build down under seven. And of course I averaged about 6.20 for the first five miles, which I probably wouldn't recommend in a 50 mile race. And um, I was leading by about 45 minutes when I got to mile 45, 46. Man. Then I started walking. And then I told my parents who were my, my crewers for the race that I wanted to quit. <laughs> And my dad just told me, well, there's only like three miles left. Just, you know, walk, jog it in. I was like, no, I I think I need to quit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can do this. Oh my um, goodness. And thankfully it was them that were my crew. If I was alone, I didn't have, if I didn't have a crew, I don't know. I might've just kind of walked off, but I just remember them telling me, no, you have run 47 miles. You can't stop now. And thankfully, right after that, there was, the final three miles were all downhill. So I started running. Oh, sweet. Ended up, ended up working out, but I laid on the ground for 45 minutes after the race. I couldn't move. For 45 minutes, I think I just moaned, and I was in the fetal position. What, you, did, you, what, did you know a place, the second place person came in? So I never, I didn't know where anyone was after the halfway point. Okay. Because I kept seeing, so <clears throat> it was a one loop course. It was a 50 mile loop. So there was never any chance to see anyone like One if we were lapping or doing anything like that. Right, right. And I would see the crew cars drive by like my parents and for a while another crew car was driving by right after them. So I figured someone was right behind. Okay. And there was a guy right behind me for a while. He ended up having some heat exhaustion problems. It, it climbed up to 83 degrees oh, by the finish. Oh, Lord. So, um, that was only a couple, few weeks ago. Yeah, he ended up uh, dropping out um, after he was found sleeping on the side of the uh, Heck you know. the trail. He, he got exhaustion and, and laid down on the trail and uh, fell asleep. Fell asleep? Yeah. Just the second place person, Yeah. Right? So he ended up not finishing. Um, the person that finished second overall was a, was a female. 
who is coached by my same coach. Pretty crazy, she got second. She averaged eight minutes and seven seconds per mile for 50 miles of hills, including her stops at aid station shows. She was pretty good. So if I had dropped out, she would have taken the win. Wow. I'm glad your dad was on your hips about that, man. Yeah, yeah. Goodness. All those of you that have run an ultra understand that feeling where when it's not going well, it really feels impossible. Feel like you want to die. Mm -hmm. And it's tough because, you know, stopping will feel really good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mm -mm. Those are really good wings. <laughs> so back in back in 2015, when you won the Detroit Free Press Marathon, how, you had won another marathon before that one. It was Toronto or something like that. No, I uh, actually. So when I won my first Free Press, it was my first marathon. Okay, that I had. Uh, I was still in college. I took four and a half years to graduate. I used my eligibility for the U of M cross country and track teams for the first four years. And I took four and a half years. <clears throat> it was really hard to do your student teaching. <coughs> oh man, some buffalo stuff. Mm, that buffalo <laughs> wing ain't no joke. It's really hard to do your student teaching while being on the team, so I delayed it. Uh, so I did my student teaching, my full time in Ann Arbor, on my last semester of college for a fall. And during that time, I just trained really hard for a marathon, kind of not knowing what to expect. My longest race had been with 10k so okay. it's you know that times four and just hoping it would work out I was running about 120 miles a week teaching for my first time I was running at five in the morning and then after teaching um, and on the starting line I think uh, and, and my wife can attest to this I was I was out of money I had zero money um, and for about three weeks leading up to the race I had been eating just soup mostly soup I was eating Campbell's soup I think that she, she still recalls one of the saddest things she ever saw me do was I, Campbell's makes like a uh, cheesesteak soup and I toasted a hot dog bun and I poured the soup into the hot dog bun and called it a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> it only cost about a dollar and fifty cents. Oh my goodness. And uh, so when I got to the starting line, I kind of felt like a Kenyan because I knew I needed to win the money right. for winning the race. So oh no one was going to beat me that day because I, I wanted it very badly. Ended up going out again way too hard. I think I ran like 502 for the first mile. Um, Seriously? But I ended up working out, so I ran, I ran 220 of this. So that was the first first one I had, uh, first long race I had won. I had never done, I had done like a 13 mile, I had done a 13 mile tempo in practice, and I had done, I think I had done a 24 mile long run leading up to it, but I had never actually completed the distance before. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So you was able to eat, huh? Got you a nice check on that. Got me a nice check, yeah, not, not bad. It did help pay the bills, so. Detroit's always been really special to me. It's been the, uh, the marathon that kind of started started the whole thing. Right. Man, that's awesome. And when you went to Boston, though, that was kind of cool. You made a goal to be the top 30 in the nation, mm -hmm. and you was able to to meet that goal, which is, I was, I was so happy, man, when I found out, dude. I was Boston, like, oh, snap. Boston's one of my favorite marathons. Maybe my, Maybe my, I can't tell if it's my second or third favorite. I love Detroit because it's close to home. I can get home right after the race. Have you, did, have you did New York too? I've done New York. Oh, I love it. So that's why I'm trying to determine if New York's my second favorite or if Boston's my second favorite. Because New York, I didn't do super well at New York, but New okay. York is, I, mean, I was 30th at New York, I think, but I wanted to be a little bit better. I kind of fell apart in the final miles. Um, okay. But the, the first time I did Boston was the year that Meb won it, the year after the bombing. And I think I took... 140th place. I'd been injured all year and I was oh, going wow. to pull out of the race and I, I, I had not been running. I think I'd been running for five weeks. Are you serious? And, uh, but I realized, you know, it's the year after the bombing. It's a really important year. And I just felt it was going to be a really important year to do it. Right. And it's, it, it was. So I'm, I'm glad that I was in the race at Meb once. It was pretty cool, but I, I, I walked a lot of the final miles. Um, what was your time walking? Oh, 233, 234. <laughs> you did a 230 something walking. People would love to do that. But, running. but I went through the half marathon in 70 flat, so it was a it was a <laughs> it was a long second half. Um, you are funny, boy. You and your pacing, man. <laughs> the second year it was rainy and miserable. Not as bad as last year, but the second year it was rainy and miserable, and I think I got 70th. Okay. And then that the year you're talking about, that next year I finally I just made it my goal to finally do well. 
Oh, everything's delicious. Good, yeah. Thanks for asking. Made it my goal to kind of just like be smart, maximize my effort, not go out in a stupid way. And I put everything together, finished that top 30. I was the ninth American. And that that was the best feeling. Um, that was that was great. I went the year after that too and got another top thirty. So I haven't been back to Boston in two or three years. Okay. But uh, it's not going to work out this year because we're going to be at two oceans. Yeah, we're going to South I think Africa. The week, that's the week before or the week after Boston. It's not going to work out. But I think I'll return to Boston the following year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just kind of a crazy. It's an you, you, you know it's an expensive trip. To, it's way more expensive than New York. New no York, doubt. New York's hotels are cheaper because there's so much more of them. But Boston is just. Whew, Boston's wanna, not a cheap it's a, trip. It's a grand for just a hotel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. I, I just did Indianapolis and it was it was like five, six hundred for hotels and there. That's Indianapolis. So. Yeah. So, not a cheap sport. Mm -mm. No, nah, this this sport. I I remember when I first started um running, I was golfing. And running, I had started both of them at kind of like the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, dude, I gotta let one of these go. And I let golfing down because every time you golf, you have to pay. But when when you when you running, you don't have to pay mm -hmm. <laughs> until you do the events. <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting because I can go out and run a marathon with my Strava, my Garmin, any day. Yeah, it's free for real. Some of these races, like we were just talking about, I won't mention specific names of races, but like one I'm doing this weekend. I'm doing a 10K as a training run. It's $50. It's a $50 six-mile run. And I think I'll get a, you know, $5 t-shirt out of the whole deal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no prize money. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it definitely was not that expensive when I was growing up. Or my parents never would have taken me to so many races. No oh, chance. Heck you know, heck I got to ask them how much it cost, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was not $50 for a 10K. Nah, back in them days, it was like $15. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in fact, I wish there were more options. Like, I don't need a shirt. I have plenty. I have plenty of shirts. In fact, my, my wife doesn't need to I get got rid of about many. half I got, of mine. Yeah, I got to get some to sell Ace and Army Mounds. Mm -hmm. so. If you could just have the option, $20, no shirt. I don't I don't need a medal. I don't need a shirt. Just, I just want the time. I, I kind of do them. I'm doing the one this weekend because the little bit of the adrenaline for being in a race, it kind of helps me with my workout. Right, it's no just, doubt. It's a better, feels easier doing that than going out alone somewhere. I'm sure it's going to be some college kids. Up yeah. in that race, man. I'll probably be some kids home for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. especially seeing that Plymouth is near Ann Arbor. I'm sure it's going to be some U of M guys no, probably I'm, trying. I'm hoping none of the Plymouth High School kids show up because they got some real good running. They got some beast up in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have a sub 15 5K runner right now. Ooh. Oh we'll my see. goodness! Yeah, that that that'd be a nice rabbit to chase, <laughs> right? Yeah, I haven't lost to a high schooler since high school. Right. I would like to keep that streak alive, but I'm getting older. I'm <laughs> getting older, huh? <laughs> it's funny what that age does to you, man. Mm -hmm. But I, I know some guys like Robert Slater. Seem like the older they, he gets, the faster he gets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, at the Detroit Turkey Trot, trying to set a road 10K PR. Mine, mine's from my freshman year of college back in 2010. Mm -hmm. So let's see if I can break that PR seven, eight years later. What's the, what's the PR on that? Um, I ran the Dexter Ann Arbor race as a freshman, just the uh, 10K. Okay. I ran 31, 34. Nice, nice. My track PR is under 30, so I'm hoping if I could go under 31 on this road 10K on <clears throat> Thanksgiving, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Man, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Especially seeing you do the uh, turkey trot would be sweet, man. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to root you on because I'm a course marshal on that particular race, and I'll see you coming bet, through there. I bet some of the Hanson's Brooks guys will show up. So they'll oh, probably, absolutely. Probably be good competition. Oh yeah, yeah, they mm -hmm. usually show up. Mm -hmm. It's always some Hanson shirts in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. A bit short for my uh, typical racing, but <laughs> <laughs> it'll hurt. So, what you plan on doing, like? Um, your future plans. What you thinking about your future in in the ultra, man? I, now that you just swapped over to the ultra, are you thinking well, about doing like a hundred mile or anything like that, man? Every every time I think about a hundred miler and how cool it would be to do one, then I start thinking about how awful I feel at the end of fifty 
And I just think there's no way. <laughs> you just slow your pace down a little bit. No, but that sounds that's a I don't know. <laughs> I'm lucky enough that since I'm since I'm a little bit quicker than most, my my fifties only take me five or six hours. But I can't imagine running for hours. 18, 19, 20. That sounds that's really tough. <laughs> I think I'd fall asleep. Um, I will do one, but I'm thinking like yeah. the, the the rule I've set for myself is I need to have a kid and turn 30 and then I'll truly be strong enough because I think dad strength I, I know nothing about dad strength but I think it makes you tougher because I've had an easy life I don't I don't think I've had I don't think I've had enough bad things happen to me to be good at a hundred mile right now because I wanted to drop out at mile 47 of a 50 I think I'm gonna get to mile 61 of a hundred be like no I think I'm good I think I'm gonna go home it's funny <clears throat> funny to say that I was interviewing um, Cindy Hahn and she got like a mile 20 something and she was thinking about dropping out mm -hmm. and she had a crew and they was blocking off entrances saying nope you only got 20 more miles you're gonna finish this <laughs> <laughs> that's 20 miles I'm like dude yeah I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go out to, you know, Two Oceans counts as an ultra. That's more of my distance ultra, 35 miles. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be, I, I think like that's 35. gonna be just real nice. That's I think I'm gonna do nice. the USA 50K championships there um, oh, sweet. in Long Island in March as my tune-up for the race, like the first week of March. So I'm gonna okay. do that, Okay. do Two Oceans. And then I don't know, if I win the race in New York in March, I qualified for the World uh, Championship 50K in Romania in, oh, in, nice. in September. So I'll spend the, the summer focusing on that 50K. If I don't make it, I generally do a 50 miler every summer. Oh, my, my, my brother-in-law is from Romania, man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'll feel like we're going to, well, if, if I make it, it's in uh, Transylvania. Okay. And I, it's, uh, it's a town that starts with a B. <laughs> okay, right, I feel you. It's one of them uh -huh. long names, I mm -hmm. feel you. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's gonna be awesome. I've wanted to do a hundred K for a while, but I just haven't haven't gotten there. No. Okay. So. That's sixty two miles, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I've um when I did Marquette they um not this uh, this year but last year they had they had the fifty K, then they had the fifty miler, then they had the hundred K mm -hmm. and it was the only year they ever had the hundred mile and that's when Ch Chad had did the hundred miler. Mm -hmm. Only no, two people did the hundred miler. <laughs> there's some impressive Century Clubber uh, ultra runners for sure. I particularly love uh, you know, David White. Oh yeah, finishing the hundred. Man, I love that. Man, that guy is awesome. Man. Yep, he yeah, is such he, an inspiration, man. And he doesn't have any snow right now. So if he listens to this, we can all say that we hate him right now. Uh, <laughs> the snow already melted here, David. But uh, Man, it looks nice down there. Have you seen the pictures he posts? Yeah, man. Waterfalls, beautiful. mountains. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely trying to... I think I put to, a heart on every one of those pictures. I think, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, within the next year, definitely go and visit. I went down to the area. I was in North Carolina last summer, and man, it's pretty close to him. Trails are just unreal out there. For real? Mm-hmm. See, I have yet to experience that. I've, I've, I've um, ran in Tennessee, mm -hmm. but it was on roads, and the roads were just... <clears throat> One of the nice things is the, it was like this, dude. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even run. I can't even run down the road. It was such a crazy angle, dude. Well, one of the nice things out there is you can run trail mountain trails without a high altitude. Like the highest I got in North Carolina was the highest peak there was six thousand feet. Okay. And that you know when you go out to Colorado, you're starting at six thousand feet and going up to 10, 11, 12, and you can't breathe up there. I, I did a big loop out in Aspen this summer. I hit 12,500 feet and it, I was sucking in there. I had to stop. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> you know what? That's the advantage that people who live up there have on us. Mm -hmm. Then they come down here with all this oxygen. They're yep. like, oh man, I'm going to kill all these these um, southern people. <laughs> most most of the guys that beat me in these trail races live in Colorado. They, just, you know, this. when I train for a trail race, I have, you know, I love Pinkney. Pot is nice, but it's not a, right. it's hard for us. Is is not hard for them. No, no. <laughs> uh, when I'm, you got to Colorado and do a trail run, you're like, wow, this makes Pato look like a walking like apart, just a completely flat path. Yeah, that's yeah. like makes um, it look like Dearborn, where there's no hills. Anyway. Yeah, what, what's what's his name? Is the same way. Um, Marquette. Like I thought, Potawatomi was tough till I went to, up to Marquette, and I ain't never seen so many rocks and roots to trip over in my life over mm -hmm. here, dude. Mm -hmm. 
It's, yeah, the North Country Trail gets rugged up there. Yeah, yeah. ain't no joke, dude. Mm -hmm. That's probably the closest thing we have to that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty technical up there. Yeah, very. How we doing? <clears throat> oh, yeah, everything's... I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm <laughs> glad I didn't order nothing else. <laughs> Ooh, thanks a lot. No problem. got Man, I, you got five wings left. I tore them shrimp up, man, like they, sto <laughs> like they stole something. <laughs> I still got five more wings. Woo! Yeah, man. What's next for you, Lou? Well, next for me, I'm thinking about a couple of, right now I probably got some um, 5Ks, 10Ks on the line coming up. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do the Jingle Bell run, but I'm I'm, I'm um, working that weekend. I work one weekend a month, and that's the weekend I'm working. Okay. And other than that, I got, on the 8th, I have the holiday hustle going on. Where's that? And that's in Dexter. Okay. Dexter at Arbor. Um, that's um, a 10K, I believe. It, it okay. starts starts later too. It's four. It starts at like a four four thirty. And after. What are they doing that? Is that Hudson Mills? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I got I got pulled into that with Han and Michelle. <laughs> they always pulling me into some crazy race. Careful of Han's suggestions. He yeah. sometimes tell you some crazy ones. To yeah, do. yeah. He he the one come up with the suggestions and then. Michelle, he come behind him and go like, hey, you should do that one. You should sign up for that one. Next thing you know, you didn't sign up for, for something. And then when you get there, you realize, oh, snap. What did I just sign up for? What I'm doing out here in the middle of these mountains somewhere? <laughs> I, I end up signing up for um, Phoenix, Phoenix, um, Arizona, for Phoenix uh, Mesa Marathon like that okay. with them. Which was a cool and um, what's the other marathon we did? Um, You've gone all over. Oh man, I've been going all over. This year I did um, Las Vegas um, with them. It was the downhill, all the way downhill, dude. It was, Yesterday was one of the big Las Vegas runs, right? I think we yeah, had a, we had a bunch yeah of that, that was there. the um, rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a That's few That's when they do at night? Yeah, they do it at nighttime. Yeah, we had a bunch of century covers out there. Yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. One of my friends caught a big cramp in his glutamus. Wow. He, he said that somebody gave him a salt, salt pill and it helped him out real bad. A lot of people got to learn about this um, fueling, man. You got, you got to know about this fueling if you're not an ultra, if you're not an elite runner, dude. A lot, cause I noticed like you, the way you was running, I was like tripping. I was like, this cat running 20 miles, ain't drunk, drunk a drop of water the first on none of these miles, but it's it's in you. You know, some things is natural for some people. Like I, you, in Doug retrospect, Curtis. I should, since you guys are biking, right? I didn't even think about it. I should have put a water bottle on one of you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I thought you might have done. But I almost that. never. In fact, I'd say 99.9% .9 of my runs, I don't, I don't drink water on, cause. Uh, I don't know. I hate carrying a bottle. I carry a bottle in my ultras. Right. I don't carry a bottle in my in my fulls because there's so many aid stations at, at the major races. I mean, yeah, Boston if you got has, aid stations, you Boston has 40 aid stations. They have one every single K. For so real? you don't need. Nah, you, you don't, don't need to carry that. anything there. I mean, you can if it makes you comfortable, but you really you don't you do not need to. You that do not slows need, you down, man. You do not need that. Um, I don't like the belts. It's it's when you're trying to go very quickly. Think about it like fast pack hiking. Right. You don't want extra stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I actually probably should have had water during that workout. But uh, I don't know. I just never really. Never didn't really think had. about it. We just, I think we were more focused on how cold it was outside. Man. Freezing. Our water would have frozen. Yeah, oh, frozen solid. It was 12 degrees with the wind chill. When we yeah, started. no doubt. I was glad when I when I stopped when um we had a few more miles left and I pulled over to take my backpack off and I I, I um I had a a coconut water mm -hmm. and I was so happy it wasn't frozen, dude. <laughs> no, I should say though, as a PSA, you probably should run with water if you're new or if you're going really long. I just I don't, so do as I say. Not but your body's you, body used to it, though, at the same yeah. time. Yeah, there is something to depletion runs and, and running without it, um, which is what I tend to do, but I don't know. I also, I, I did take a gel at mile, I took a gel at mile, whatever mile was after the four mile rep, and then I took another one after two miles, so I, I do take gels during my long runs. Okay. Uh, I go with Puma, because they're the only ones that don't upset my stomach. 
um, and I have some of the the Martin that you know kind of crazy new brand that they use for yeah, the, I got the world record stuff yeah, yeah I have some of that the JL kind of yep yeah I have a couple of those uh, Justin at Run Detroit I, up I with, like so. it it doesn't have any taste to it that's what mm -hmm. I love about it I like that it goes down really smoothly yeah. you don't have to keep sipping on the gel thank you you got the gel yeah he gave me one of the gels um, he gave me he gave me some of the gels uh, I think you can buy them at the shop. Right. Um, they're only, they're barely more expensive than a standard gel, but it's like one, it's kind of like, they describe it like an oyster. It's one actual jelly, just kind of slurp, slurp down in one fell swoop. For real? Uh-huh. Wow, that's mm. crazy. That's excellent though. I think I'm actually gonna finish his wings. Yeah, you are. My forehead's sweating, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep going through it. Man. Still, you gotta let me pay for this, man. Huh? You gotta let me pay for this. For no. Veterans Day. No, oh, man. Did she take off the twenty percent? I don't know. I can't see. I got my glasses on. Man. Glasses open. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took it off. Okay. Cool. Cool. Let me pay for this. You sure? It's Veterans Day. Hey, he, he no, no, said I got, he I got, I got. It's Veterans Day. I'm gonna Veterans Day. Such a, such a good friend. Man, I'm getting all the blessings today. You can do the tip though. Yeah, yeah, I'll do the tip. I'll give her a good tip, man. Alright. Ford's Garage, for those of you guys listening. Chicken wings. Pretty good. Yeah, we. Pretty solid. This is, this is a cool place. I love this, this spot. Mm -hmm. Thanks, you too. You're still going? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We should probably tell people where the uh, best place to get running shoes is, huh? Yeah, yeah. Run Detroit? Run Detroit people, don't forget to get your running shoes and all your running gear at Run Detroit. Awesome Support store. Support local businesses. Justin does tons for the running committee. He pretty much helped me get my start to my marathon career. I met him at the expo the day before my first Detroit. Who was that? Justin. Oh yeah, The day Justin, before my first, first marathon. I said, hey, uh, I'm trying to win tomorrow. I said, okay, uh, like, what's your goal? I was like, I just, I don't know, I'd like to run fast and win. He hooked me up with a pair of uh, Swiftwick socks at the expo. Sweet. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of just helped me out. So, uh, man, you know, Justin is so cool, man. I, mm -hmm. I had the, you welcome. I had opportunity yesterday to help him. Um, there was a race I volunteered for yesterday called the Four Star. Oh yeah, so the four mile around. Yeah, yeah, I was down there and um, if I had been in town, I would have run that. Oh yeah, you would have. So. You would have loved that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know that. the. Uh, Matter of fact, you would have won that. I saw the guy. Who, <clears> I know through. the two winners. Um, oh, you know them? Yeah. They both live in Dearborn. One of them is a uh, graduate of, or they used to both live in Dearborn. I think one of them might have moved recently, but one of them is a graduate of the high school where I teach. The, okay. the, fem the female overall winner is fast, Erin uh, Webster. Yes. She ran for U of M. Oh, dude, her her um cadence was looking sweet, man. Yeah, she is pretty quick. I was like, man, look at her cadence. She is moving, man. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. So are you, would you have won against that guy? Uh, yes. Sorry, Alex, if you listen to this. <laughs> I'm in pretty good shape right now. Yeah, yes, he's he mad is. at me for taking a bunch of his uh, course his... records on the uh, that run we just did on on Saturday. Oh. I took down a bunch of his Strava segment records. Oh so. snap! Yeah, he's bad, so I, I'm I'm assuming I'll I'll race against him in uh, Detroit next week. Okay, cool, cool. On on the turkey truck. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, that'll be sweet. I'm gonna be definitely. I hope so. I hope some people show up. I want to race against some good people. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good to have somebody pushing you out there. If not, I'm gonna have to get on my bicycle. <laughs> yeah, help me out, basically. Oh man. Yeah, Justin. Justin Craig is an awesome guy, man. He's he's real good at getting people on their way. I was I was work. Just so happened I got through doing my course marshaling, and I had went back over to the um, little park that they had all the tents in for all the veterans and stuff. They had. And he was taking down the um, start and finish line yeah. that he has, and I was able to help him um, 
hold that thing, lean it over, and slowly drop it to the ground, man. Yeah, if I had known about that run beforehand, I would have had my dad come down and do it. Oh, man, every year they had that, dude. Yeah, maybe next yeah, year. Yeah, next year you might want to keep that in your, in your, um, in your map. Yeah, definitely. That's a good run. I haven't ran it. Every year, I, um, downtown runners and walkers, they ask us to volunteer for it. Yeah. It's, it's a couple of runs that I don't run at all. I've never ran the Court Town race. Me either. And um, that's because I'm a volunteer there. Okay. I wear my green suit. That's when I wear my green suit. <laughs> I haven't run that one. I, don't know. I think last year on St. Patty's Day, I did, uh, I did a race in Plymouth. Because it was across the street from my house, so. <laughs> you didn't have to drive anywhere? No, I, the finish line was actually, like, the course ran by my house, so. Oh, man. The, the one I'm doing this uh, weekend, I think, runs by my house, so I figured I might have to do it. It's only fair, dude. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see if I can get the wife to do it. 7.30 a.m. starts kind of early. So yeah, that is. 20 degrees. Or, or lower. <laughs> or lower. Yeah, if there's some wind. I think I saw some um, snow in the forecast oh, going good. on, man, good. for this weekend. Great. I think it was <laughs> to snow tonight. Late tonight. Sounds about right. I'm going on a field trip to U of M tomorrow with some with the Latin kids at oh. school. So. Oh, for real? <laughs> I hope it's not too cold. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Let's see. To wear my big coat. I completed all of them. All ten. Man, I can't believe that was just the appetizer. That's pre, yeah, that's pre, that's pre dinner. Yeah. When you run uh, above 80 miles a week, you get to have uh, 10 wings as your your post work snack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll burn them, burn it right off. It's yeah. probably burning right now with you, man. I'm gonna need to eat a very healthy dinner. I'm only three weeks out from the race, can't put on a bunch of pounds before. <laughs> Feel we're cooking tonight. I don't, I don't know what's on the uh, schedule for dinner. You don't seem like you you, you uh, keep weight on, though. It's hard for you to keep weight on. No, my metabolism is. I mean, I obviously run a ton, but my metabolism is, is very, very fast. So, oh yeah. Um, I got injured in college once, though, and I did put on 17 pounds. Um, and funny story about that. The only reason I knew I gained any weight is just my freshman year of college. And my coach kind of joked, not not an inappropriate joke, but he says, ah, Ornelas, you're, uh, you look like you're eating a lot of the dorm food. And I said, ah, oh, you know, coach, I've been injured. When Denard Robinson was on the team at the time, he was just doing the, just doing some sprints for indoor track. Right. Pinched my stomach and said, yeah, you look like you're getting kind of big. And I was like, what? <laughs> Denard Robinson just called me big? So I went and weighed myself, and yeah, I, I gained I gained 17 pounds. I had an unlimited meal plan, and uh, I was eating about, not an exaggeration, probably 12 to 13 cookies a day from the dorms, every day. I would I would just go swipe in, get a couple cookies, go back to doing homework, go down, get a piece of pizza, some ice cream, go back to doing homework. So I've had to work for many, many years on on being healthier. I, I still I burgers are my favorite meal. Right. And you right. shouldn't. You should never undereat. The number one thing is you need. Even if you're eating poorly, if you're eating a lot, that's better than undereating in the running game. But uh, right. No, I I try my best not to go to fast food. But uh, with my crazy teaching schedule. Sometimes I'm getting home at 11 p.m. from a musical or something, and Wendy's is open. Right. Right. <laughs> and sometimes I go to Wendy's. That's. I'd say Wendy's is probably my guilty pleasure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, I try. Well, what to be do you What do you order at Wendy's? Your favorite. Um, probably, I usually, because it's like 10, 11 p.m., I'm trying not to have something insanely big, but, uh, just like the Dave's single burger, okay. fries, and a peach Fanta. Peach uh, Fanta. I tried their chicken nuggets for the first time last week, and they are bad. They're not good. They're, they're horrible. <laughs> uh, so don't get those. <laughs> they're just absolutely awful. Um, but I tried them because I have a fast food problem. So. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Man, that is funny. Yeah. Try to avoid it. You're, you're not, you're not on a um, uh, a special diet. We know that. No, much. no. I uh, I remember. Matter of fact, I remember when I first um, met you at the um, meet and greet that um, oh, yeah. Justin yep, had yep. at Atwater. At Atwater Brewery, 
and you just was knocking down everybody. <laughs> I was loving it, dude, because we got a lot of vegetarians and vegans and stuff. And you was like, man, I like to eat a nice big steak. And I was like, one, one of the One of the big things my, my coach in particular uh, says is, is that you, you need to eat. For if you're a vegetarian, awesome. Eat a ton of food. If you're a vegan, awesome. You still need to eat a ton of food. So right, I, right. I don't, I'm not too restrictive. Now, if I try to avoid, you know, the bad candy and fast food as much as possible, but I'm, you know, I'm a normal human being. I'd, if I was a full-time pro runner, sure. But right. I, you know, some, I run at 5 a.m. often before school last week i coached a powder puff football game one day the next day i went to a school musical and then on the weekend i drove more than 13 hours total to watch a cross-country meet in indiana with my kids it only lasted 15 minutes so my my schedule doesn't really <laughs> you said it was only 15 yeah, minutes huh? my schedule doesn't really allow for a you know personalized chef perfect dinner i eat what I can try to make the right decisions as much as possible, but as long as I'm getting in some kind of fuel, right. that'll keep me injury free. How, how did the kids do? They did pretty well. It's not as well as I wanted to do. My uh, top guy was 33rd in the entire Midwest. He's a junior in high school, and they had all the best runners from from Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, and Missouri, I believe. All, all those five states, the best best runners. Like he was thirty third. Yeah, his Midwest Nike Championships, and he was thirty third. So that's pretty good. Uh, his twin brother was ninety ninth, and uh, a senior we took in the open race took fiftieth out of five hundred. So they they did really well. That's um, good. Out of five hundred. Pretty wow. good. Yeah, we had a, a pretty strong team this year. The boys are they they work very hard. That's good. That's good. Just trying to find a couple more boys to be. As dedicated as those three were, so we can uh, connect the pieces and maybe, maybe you know, threaten for a state title in the next few years. But we will see. It's hard to get people to enjoy running as much as we do. Right, right, no <laughs> so, doubt. No and doubt. especially hard to get a 15, 16-year-old to dedicated. go out and run in the cold rather than play Fortnite or not do anything. So right, trying, trying to. It's trying a to discipline, man. Yep. There's some rare breeds out there, you know. Mm -hmm. I was—I remember being that rare breed, and it was in swimming. I, my, my discipline came from swimming when I was in elementary school. I used yep. to go to the swimming pool every day after school, come hella high water, no matter if it was, it was a blizzard. I remember walking in blizzards mm -hmm. to the recreational center just to get in that pool and swim some laps. Dude. Do you tell me about the half Ironman? I actually had a student come up to me at lunch day, a junior that I taught two years ago as a freshman. He asked me, he said, if I do a half Ironman next year as a senior, will you do it with me? I said, if you actually train yourself for it, I will do it. So, hey, stay tuned. Maybe next year I will do a half marathon with a couple of my students. Or a half Ironman, sorry. Sweet, sweet. So, there's we'll see. There's one um, coming up. I was talking to Julie Mauer um, yes, yesterday, and she was telling me to, to um, sign up for Island Lake. They have mm -hmm. like a, a, a miniature triathlon there okay. where you, you, you- I run um, the trail, the trails at Island Lake are fun. Yeah, yeah, I've been through them too. And she said all it is, you, you do a half a mile swim. And then um, like a 20, 20 mile bike or something like that, and then like a 10k okay, or something that's like nice. that. Yeah, you know? that's not bad at all. Yeah, that's, not that's doable. Yeah, you're doing the one in Traverse City. Yeah, I'm doing the one. That's in the one the kid asked me if I want to do. He asked me if I want to do the Traverse City oh. one next year, like not this coming one, but the following one. So maybe you gotta let me know how it goes. Oh, <laughs> see if I want to do it. 13 mile run, no problem. Right. 50 mile bike doesn't sound that fun it's for me it's swimming a mile that's right. i can do it i've done it i've swum swam a mile but i do not and i do not enjoy it it's, yeah it. <laughs> it's going to be definitely a, a discipline swimming, so. it's, def it's definitely going to be taking the um cardio to the next level yeah and I, i'm so happy i did my first ever 20 mile on a bike with you in what was it negative 13 wind oh, chill yep you know it, it, it can only get better from here i think yeah yeah and this you know in the summer looking at uh lake michigan probably won't be too bad right right august in middle of the end of august the water should have warmed up plenty right in there yep shouldn't be bad maybe i'll uh do a training trip up to traverse city come watch you guys oh that would be, be awesome fun, that would be I awesome i don't have work in august it's nice <laughs> yeah no doubt so you have to remind me 
Uh, August 25th. Central Clubbers, are they still opening? Can you still register or is it sold out? Um, I think it's down. They got different, I don't understand. They got different tiers. I don't know okay. exactly how that works. Okay. Sign up. Race with Lou if you're interested. But it might it might be it might be sold out because that, yeah. that I know that's a popular. Yeah, that's I believe really it's sold out one, because yeah. it's the first time in Michigan. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's that's big. Everybody wants to get in Traverse City because it's first time. Yeah, I, I mean Bayshore up. up there sells out what in a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know yeah. they signed up just like um, Marquette. Yep. Yep. If you sign up for Marquette, you got to do it on um, Black Friday, and everybody and their mother sign up. You know, up. Uh, Two Oceans goes on sale, the or opens the 13th. Tomorrow. But, yeah. But is it already the 13th there? It's 4 o'clock here. You know what? That's a good question. We got to check that. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I'll check that when I get home. I have to get with uh, Mich Michelle. She'll help me that, sign that'll, up That's that. probably going to sell in a day or two. Yeah. When we leave here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get with Michelle today and find out what's, what's the status of that. Yep. We got uh, those of you that want to go to South Africa with Lou and I and is Han coming or no? Yeah Han's coming yep. of course. Um, if you want to go to South Africa if you've got the budget for that it's going to take all of our credit card uh, debt to go there so <laughs> sign up why. tomorrow. Sign up tomorrow. Just for an easy 35 mile race. Yep. You know there's serious climbing in it right? I did no, not. No, no climbing. There's climbing in it. Yeah. I checked the course. Oh. But it's some deceits, descent. Too. Yeah, but you don't. So you don't really climb until close to the marathon mark. When you get there, you go up a very steep hill, all the way until 50k. Okay. Um, so it's almost an 8k long hill. I was just checking yesterday or last week. It's like, oh, it's not that hilly. There's like, it's like four or five thousand feet of climbing in it. So uh, we gotta hit the hills. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to be up in Ann Arbor. Yep. In the winter. Broadway Street. Thank you. Hitting Broadway. Broadway all winter. Yeah. All it stays winter. mostly plowed. Yeah. I've done it in winter before. Yeah, I've done it once in winter. We do an event there with yeah. Century Club. They also, uh, Stanko of, uh, with, uh, Ann Arbor Running Co. He puts on the Run Broadway. Ten yeah, battle. Run Broadway. Yeah, yep. okay. I think cool. we'll have to go out there for sure. Yeah, that's. I think I had cool. a, I had something going on last year. I'm a busy man. Yeah, I can never no do any of these races. No doubt, man. It's always a race every week somewhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about it though, yeah. dude. But I I need a lot of heels. I was I was um thinking about hitting bleachers, dude, like at um Wayne State and stuff. So, my recommendations for hills, especially for us flat. I mean. We're, we're flatlanders, whether you say that, you know, right. Pinckney's hilly or Ann Arbor's hilly, that's it's not. Um, if you're training for a race that has more than 3,000 feet of climbing, it's, it's, those hills aren't going to help you. The ARB, even, I, I trained on the ARB. I did a two-hour run on the ARB once. didn't help me. If, you, if you're going five, 6,000 <laughs> feet of climbing, the ARBs, it's just not going to do anything for you. you got to do the sustained uphill climbing. For me, I found doing 30 minutes all the way up to an hour nonstop on a treadmill at uh, anywhere from uh, yeah incline anywhere from a ten to fifteen percent grade for an hour. That's the biggest. That really is what has helped me in the in the mountain running. Okay. Um, because yeah, the Broadway's nice because it's a hill, but it ends in you know four or five minutes of running, and like you go into a mountain race in Colorado and you can run uphill for an hour in one race, and your five minute hill doesn't do anything for you. So man, that ain't even a touch. I yeah. ain't even touching the surface. Dude. One of the best things I've found is sustained uphill running on a treadmill, mostly because it's it's the grades. There's, you very rarely find a grade above ten percent in Michigan. Okay. Uh, in fact, I think the ARB is only five or six percent grade. Okay. And operate them. Yeah. Okay. And in in a lot of the, these races, I've done I've done thirty percent grades in these mountain races, and that's you know that's Ooh. straight uphill. That's <laughs> like reach your hand out and touch the hill in front of you type of hill so i oh, Lord, can't yeah. can't recommend the incline treadmill enough it's terrible it's not fun it's probably the least fun training I, I do it's horrible you sweat like you wouldn't believe if you want to lose weight get on an incline treadmill and run uphill for an hour you will lose four pounds in an hour but uh that's a lot of calories burning up but that's uh that has really helped me in the last few years that doing some squats <laughs> and lunges all winter okay um, yeah that's I mean, I've managed to run pretty good in mountain races living in Plymouth, Michigan. And those of you that live in Plymouth, there is not a single hill in Plymouth. Not a, there's, there is actually not a single hill in the entire township. Nothing. It's flatter than Dearborn. And Dearborn's one of the flattest places I've ever been in my life. When I run with my kids on the track team, 
we run to a parking garage to do hills. Right, right. <laughs> so, Plymouth is flatter, but I've, I've managed to do okay. That also, stairs. Dude. Stairs are actually pretty good. Oh doing, my running goodness. up and down the stairs. So. That is crazy, dude. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to get on the... I call it the the, the, um, the tread. Instead of the... Um, I call it the, the dread meal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate treadmills, but sometimes they're necessary. So... Gotta get in the hill training. Yeah, Sometimes I guess. Sometimes it's helpful. Yeah. We don't live in Colorado. You know, it'll make your flat game strong too. Yep, yep. Hills are speed work in disguise. Famous uh, quote. What? So, what is that? Hills are just speed work in disguise. So. Ooh, I love that. Yep. Did you all hear that, my, my listening audience? I can't remember <laughs> who said that. It might have been Frank Shorter. Not sure, but hills are just speed work in disguise. I love that. I love that. Guy closing words, Lou. Oh man, that's just awesome. I got to um, kick it with you this past weekend. Yeah, it's awesome how down to earth you are. That you know, you come around to our different running clubs and hang out. I wish you could make more. I just work so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, See, man. Turns out teaching, we get out at three, but like, not really. <laughs> not really. Today I got off at three. That's when the kids leave. <laughs> yeah, today I got off at three. I'm, I'm gonna go home. I uh, think next time I, I got a list of chores for my wife now that cross country season is over. Usually I'm at the school till five, six every day for cross country. Now it's over. I've got to build a new computer desk tonight. Tomorrow I've got to put away all of my laundry. Um, Wednesday I have some other tasks. She keeps me busy. Oh yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> I gotta doubt. help you, out. The honeydew list, right? Yeah, yeah. I got some stuff to do, so. That's cool. Hopefully well, see you guys at the uh, Christmas party. I'll do my best. Oh yeah, no, that, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for um, giving me this moment of your time and yeah. talking on running the dream show and hanging out. Just running the dream. Just running the dream. I like to um, say to my listening audience, to um, check out a reminder to check out Run Detroit store and check out for some good Christmas gifts that you might want to buy a family member or friend. Do not buy any running shoes from Dick's Sporting Goods, from any online retailers that are not locally owned businesses. Go to Run Detroit. If you pay five extra dollars, it's helping a local business. It's not going to some nameless corporation. That's all we can say about that. Yes, and, and remember, this is another episode of Running the Dream, and I am your host, Messiah Boyd, and I love you, and Zachary love you, and God does too. Talk to Amen. you guys later. Got it. <laughs>